0: Absorbed in her rant, Sammy didn't realize I'd stopped. She walked right into me, cursing loud enough to draw stares when her binder fell out of her hand and popped open on the ground, littering the steps with loose-leaf paper. I could use a little notice next time you plan on zoning out, Faith, she snapped, bending to gather up her notes. Grunts and more colorful words issued from behind her, where our fellow grad students were stalled by our pedestrian traffic jam. Lit majors are not known for watching where they're going. Most of us walk with our eyes in a book instead of on the path ahead. Sorry. I knelt to help her, snatching a sheet of paper from the concrete before the student behind me could stomp on it. Standing, I took the steps two at a time, following Sammy to a brick half-wall jutting from the porch. Still talking, she set her binder on the ledge and began methodically reorganizing her notes, completely oblivious to the scent, as humans always were. I barely heard her incessant chatter as she worked. My nostrils flared slightly to take in more of the smell as I turned my face into the breeze. There, across the quad, in the alley between the physics building and Curry Hall, My fist clenched around the strap of my backpack, and my teeth ground together. He wasn't supposed to be here. None of them were supposed to be here. My father had promised. I'd always known they were watching me, in spite of my father's agreement not to interfere in my life. On occasion, I'd spot a too-bright eye in the crowd at a football game, or notice a familiar profile in line at the food court and rarely, only twice before in five years, I caught a distinctive scent on the air, like the taste of my childhood, sweet and familiar, but with a bitter aftertaste. The smell was faint and tauntingly intimate, and completely unwelcome. They were subtle, all those glimpses, those hints that my life wasn't as private as we all pretended. Daddy's spies faded silently into crowds and shadows because they wanted to be seen no more than I wanted to see them. But this one was different. He wanted me to see him. Even worse, he wasn't one of Daddy's. That her ideas are somehow less important because she had ovaries instead of testes is beyond chauvinistic. It's barbaric. Someone should... Faith? Sammy nudged me with her newly restored notebook. You okay? you look like you just saw a ghost. No, I hadn't seen a ghost. I'd smelled a cat. I'm feeling a little sick to my stomach. I grimaced, only long enough to be convincing. I'm going to lie down. Will you apologize to the group for me? She frowned. Faith, this was your idea. I know. I nodded, thinking of the four other M.A. candidates already gathered around their copies of Love's Labor's Lost in the library. Tell everyone I'll be there next week, I swear. Okay, she said with a shrug of her bare, freckled shoulders. It's your grade. Seconds later, Sammy was just another denim-clad student on the sidewalk, completely oblivious to what lurked in the late evening shadows 30 yards away. I left the concrete path to cut across the quad, struggling to keep anger from showing on my face. Several feet from the sidewalk, I stepped on my shoelace, giving myself time to come up with a plan of action as I retied it. Kneeling, I kept one eye on the alley, watching for a glimpse of the trespasser. This wasn't supposed to happen. In my entire 23 years, I'd never heard of a stray getting this far into our territory without being caught. It simply wasn't possible. Yet there he was, hiding just out of sight in the alley, like a coward. I could have called my father to report the intruder. I probably should have called him, so he could send the designated spy of the day to take care of the problem. But calling would necessitate speaking to my father, which I made a point to avoid at all costs. My only other course of action was to scare the stray off on my own, then dutifully report the incident the next time I caught one of the guys watching me. No big deal. Strays were loners, and typically as skittish as deer when confronted. They always ran from pride cats, because we always worked in pairs, at the very least. Except for me. But the stray wouldn't know I had no backup. Hell, I probably did have backup. Thanks to my father's paranoia, I was never really alone.